0: to Michael Maxworthy now who joins us from Queensland uh, and of course it is really heating up we've been uh, we've been saying that um, uh, this Magic Millions and these horses uh, and also what we see on the weekend. Maxi, I say good morning to you um, look obviously there's going to be conjecture about Steel City not getting in but a really interesting group of 12 runners that are all going to be having their first start.
1: Yeah, I haven't looked closely at that race as yet because, like most people, I'm a little bit confused. <laughs> I just want to see the final feel for it um, and then take it from there. Well, yes.
0: that, that, that final field is out now. So um, oh, okay. they've got it out. Yeah. They, they did it yesterday. So, um, yeah, just a very interesting concept, and I'm sure one they will fine-tune. But away from that race, um, did you catch Rob Archerboard this morning on Racing HQ?
1: No, I missed that, but I did see the tweet that you put out, and I was pleased to hear that um, Empress of Wonder is still in training and heading towards the Magic Millions, Dave. As I understand it, she's just got to get
0: a start. That's right. So she's 16th on the order of entry at the moment, and uh, that is obviously capacity. So there's 16 runners. So if if she's going to get in, she's going to sneak in by the skin of her teeth, and what they're going to look at doing is, uh, well, they've already booked Chad Schofield, So he will uh, remain with the filly. And I guess all the eggs are in one basket. They just didn't want to start her this week and then back up.
1: Yes, um, well, that's good to hear that report because they've had ample opportunities to to run her because she hasn't raced for a while now, but she hasn't been entered anywhere. And it just seems as though um, they've said, right, if we get a start in the Magic Millions, we'll go there. If we don't, well... um, that doesn't matter because she's precariously placed at the moment as you say she's 16th but horses 14 and 15 Malibu and mighty i know for a fact they're not running so she actually goes to 14. um so a little bit of leeway there for her. but still as we await the final acceptors for the two races on saturday the qualifying races the nugget and the opal she could easily be leapfrog there's there's such a word dave so yeah, I wanted to get in the field, uh, not only my pocket because I did not take some good prices about her early, but I do think she's she's got the right profile for the race. I mean, this time last year, a couple of weeks before the Magic Millions, all the talk was about Cool and Gutter. I think Tab had her at about two twenty. She ended up running at about a dollar ninety. But this year, um, we've got what five dollars um, the field. So. Um, what a difference a year makes so it's a very open magic millions by the looks of it but I just love the two performances of Empress of Wonder at Flemington again in the cutaway gal where I've just used a little bit of a measuring stick she finished slightly ahead of Excel Dior her stable mat that day in the cutaway Gale, and she clearly went better she she was a it was a monster performance that day and since then Excel Dior has finished a close-up second to the novelist in the BJ McLaughlin so we just need to get her into the race, and uh, I think she's there with as good a chance as any Empress of Wonder.
0: I like it, uh, Maxie. Uh, mate, um, Star Thoroughbreds, uh, what's happening here?
1: Well, Star Thoroughbreds have got a, a very, very interesting horse called uh, Alentia, or Alentia, um, and she's only had the two stars. She's a three-year-old filly by zoos star. And her two starts have been incredible midweek wins. The first one was at Durban, and the latest was last Wednesday at Eagle Farm. Uh, she's won them with her head on her chest. First start, I think, by about four and then five, doing it effortlessly last Wednesday. Now, this time last Wednesday, she was a $26 chance for the Magic Millions Guineas, and all she had was 20000 in the bank um since then since she won last wednesday and a further readjustment of the prices she's nine dollars so i think she's a serious filly and i did hear denise martin on the radio uh during the week saying that chris waller didn't want to really push her he was going to enter her for two races this saturday at the gold coast the uh, the three-year-old race and also uh, the phillies and mayors rising stars which is a class four it's a quarter of a million dollars so If she happened to win that, then she'd slingshot, I would think, straight into the guineas. Uh, But then there's no guarantee that they're going to start her because I think they feel, Dave, that she's very good this filly, Alentia. And I think they want to really look after her for the future. So uh, I'm hoping that she runs this Saturday. I can't wait for the fields to be decided. Uh, That'll happen in the next hour or so to see what race they've elected to go with and then see how she performs on Saturday and what the future looks like for her. But um, she's very talented.
0: All right. And, and uh, what about uh, this uh, GC track, mate? Um, I was watching that replay of last year's winner of the Wave and it was, it was wet this time last year, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, well, um, the Gold Coast track, um, it's it sort of, through wear and tear over the years, it sort of slopes down towards the rails uh, when we're in the true position, which is usually the case when we race Metro Saturdays there. Um, they like to get towards the middle of the track. That's just been standard over the years, but there's been a lot of changes with all of this um, infrastructure at the Gold Coast. Um, they're developing, you know, lights. They've built a tunnel under the track. Um, they've completed the poly track. We had trials on that poly track there for the first time this week. Um, and in order for the poly track to go ahead, they had to offer up. Um, some options for trainers to keep their horses fit so they took a fair portion of the outside of the course proper and made a a synthetic track sort of as a make-do until the the poly track was complete which it now is so what I'm saying is the course proper now when we race on Saturday it's gonna the width is going to be reduced even further we haven't raced at the Gold Coast track since the 17th of December and, you know, the prior month, they were getting to the middle and the outside fence. Um, in particular, the last day that they raced there on the 17th of December, all of the winners came down the outside or indeed on the outside fence. So the track has been rested for about three weeks. Um, and hopefully um, they won't be doing that on Saturday. But it's just something to keep in the back of your mind. Just keep a keep an eye on the track. And after this uh, meeting on Saturday week, the Magic Millions Day, they're going to rip that turf track up is going to be beautifully cambered um and it's going to be fantastic when we eventually get back onto it um three parts of the way through this year day but um we've just got this magic mediums carnival to get through on the course proper and then um the future's looking great for the gold coast turf club
0: it certainly is when are the lights going Maxie? is that is that a couple of years or is that going to be quicker than we expect
1: i think um quicker than we expect i think within the next 12 months they've had wow. to do the conduits you know the um the ground work first and once that's all stabilized and finalized i think putting the um you know the lights up um is just uh you know a fairly simple process so i think they're well and truly advanced with it so um this time next year the track is going to be an unbelievable world-class facility and i think we'll see a lot more light race uh, night racing with let's face it um it is the they say the gold coast is the um, you know holiday capital of australia so it's possibly going to have a, a Happy Valley-like yeah. um, feel about it if they race there on a Friday night. Um, so the future certainly looks great.
0: Yeah, there's so many options you can do, you know, that with the, if they can turn it into like sort of that precinct which they want and then obviously you know, put on various bits of transport to and from, you know, surface or Broadbeach, it can become very, very popular. But the amount of people that would, you know, travel there for holidays that would then go uh, to the races, I think it's just a smart idea.
1: Yeah, it's all about location, isn't it? With lights um, and uh, the Gold Coast, you know, it's, a, it's only a stone's throw mm. from surface paradise. That's so not far and, from them to go there and then probably, head back into town. Exa- yeah.
0: And probably suits that lifestyle too where, you know, uh, they're going to the to the races during the day um, with all the other activities that are on that, you know, you need daylight for up there, whether it's going to the beach, shopping, whatever it might be. Uh, I think that's a real, you know, a time zone that they can capitalise on. So, you no, know, I think um, you're right, it is going to be fascinating to see how it uh, really progresses. And also, too, it'd be, I guess it throws a bit of competition into the works up there in Queensland as well, where we see, you know, a, a, another jurisdiction away from Brisbane that's um, that's going to be firing on all cylinders.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the metropolitan area should always be uh, the main attractor, attraction, um, Brisbane, but... I do think um they won't be able to help themselves i think they're going to have to sort of offload a couple of couple more metros and i think that's the plan for the gold coast turf club to push for a you know a few extra metropolitan meetings you know that status um to go along with um you know the brand new look gold coast turf club so future's certainly looking bright up here both in brisbane and certainly at the gold coast and as i say it's probably going to take a year Uh, Once they do up that track, I mean, it's been a great servant. No track in Australia races more than the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast, for that matter. And she's had a time, and um, they're going to develop uh, the turf track there. Uh, They've got Navesh and a wonderful team behind them to get it right. I'm just loving the fact that we're going to have a Canberra there finally. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a more fairer race track. It's going to be, you know, they're not going to extend it any further, but I think they're going to have you know, change the shoots a little bit. And I think putting in cambers, which um, which the track certainly, um, definitely needs, I feel.
0: Great to talk to you, Maxi. And uh, Glenn Munsey listening, he's, he's about to do the preview with Richard Callender that uh, night racing from that part of the world, 2023. Have a great day, mate.
1: Okay, thank you for that day. Bye-bye.